Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 20 of Chilled and Killed, a true crime podcast where we discuss a crime over a glass of wine or two. We're your hosts, Sam and Amanda, and this week we're discussing the story of the Sodder children, or maybe better known as the children who went up in flames. Ooh, creepy. Spook. For this week's wine, we chose Apothic Inferno. <laughs> well, hmm. there's a reasoning behind that. We'll get to it a little bit later. <laughs> Let's open her. Let's open her. And I told Panda that we needed this one strictly because Inferno and there's literally flames coming up the label. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you know, you guys know how much we love Apothic, so we yes. had to go with it. It's like, honestly, it was perfect. <laughs> it was so perfect. All right. Oh, fuck. You want to you sure. do the... Yeah. There's a knife on this one. Cut her open. Cut her open. Bold, dark. Yo, food. shit. This is a 15.9% wine. Oh, <laughs> shit. Dan might be picking you up. <laughs> I think he may be. I'm just excited for this. So this is a, um, I believe it's a red blend. Yes. So Apothic yes. Inferno. Is Inferno. That, Inferno. I, Inferno. Yeah, Did I not you? say that right in the first place? I don't know what you're calling it. Inferno, and there's... Inferno. 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 Just Inferno, like a fire in Inferno. I don't know how to speak. <laughs> Neither do I, but it's just... We fake it till we make it. True. So, this, on the front label, it says aged in whiskey barrels. For 60 days. Ooh, yes. Um, bold, dark fruit, maple, and spice. I'm actually kind of excited for this one. And like I said, it's a red blend, 2017. Yep. So... And it's apothic, so honestly, like... It's going to be good. We... <laughs> I don't know if you guys... How high up that shot goes, but we have decorated the walls with the bottles of... How many? So we have one apothic, two... Yeah, I think we have three, every four. apothic they make on the wall now, if we put this one up. That's going to have to go up. Yep. Yeah, we have apothic dark on the wall. We have apothic cab, apothic white, apothic crush. The only one we don't have is apothic red. I don't really like that one. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> ironically that's why i'm hoping this one's okay because it's a red blend which their apothic red is also a red blend so True. we'll see but what should be like the same wine and then they put it in a barrel <laughs> <laughs> probably oh i popped it without popping it sorry oh and we were informed by one of my bff <laughs> katie bffs bff i don't know yeah katie she called us out and said that we're technically not supposed to pop the bottle well, fuck it. We like to pop I the bottle. I want to pop the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Katie, although you gave us great life lessons as to why we are trash, um, <laughs> we're we still going to continue being trash. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's pour it. This bottle, actually, let me... It's fucking like, gorgeous. it's really pretty. I don't know if you guys can see it on the... We I'll can zoom it. Yeah. But... Yeah, let's it see. is. 
I have probably should have brought that aerator thingy in here. Oh, but I didn't. That would have been good. It would have been, but I didn't, and now we. Oh, we even have a path like. Sob. What's this one? Cab. Uh, radius Cabernet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just stash wine in places. It's good. It's needed. Okay. Uh, Cheers. That's a hell of a pour. Whoops, I am fine with it. I have had such a long day that I feel like I deserve this, and I've been out in the <laughs> cold. Yeah. And not mad about me missing the farm. No. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, it's like complex, actually. Mm. Oh, actually, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. The end note is very like a vanilla maple. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that wow. too. The beginning you taste, it's like very, it's the, I would say kind of a traditional red wine. And then it goes to very bourbon-y. Well, bourbon? Whiskey. I don't know. I don't know. I fucking, I think I hate bourbon. I don't even know what the difference is between those two if I'm being entirely honest with you. True. I don't know. But it's good. Actually, very good. It's sweet. It's sweet, but it's not gross. It's sweet in the respect that you're tasting maple, which is naturally going to be... What the fuck? Did you see what I'm doing with my hand? I'm like, <laughs> is maple... <laughs> um, I don't know. I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the back of the bottle does say... A red blend... I'm going to do that again. A red blend emerges from the flames of a time-honored craft, crea creating a most unexpected and masterful encounter. This wine has been aged for 60 days in whiskey barrels, creating notes of red and dark fruit that combine with layers of maple and spice and give way to a long, clean finish. A hundred percent on the yeah. long, clean finish and the yeah. maple and spice. And for being 15.9, like that's... You don't that's taste... That's a 16... What? <laughs> this is smooth. That's this is so gonna cute. fucking go down and we're gonna be in trouble. Yep. Oh god. Um I I kind of see what they're saying with the dark wines, because it's not like it's a raspberry. You, but I no. don't or wines. Dark fruit. Fruit. Um I can't really place it. It's not like yeah. plummy. Let me that's, see yeah, that's, that's what I was it. trying to say. Like I I don't know which exactly. Um Okay, let's do this back thing here, this little quizzy. This is so fucking good. It's really good. <laughs> Apothic back at it again. I think Dan would really like that. I don't think Jared would at all. I don't know. Jared doesn't it's... like maple. Never mind. So he won't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back? Yeah. <laughs> um, the color is dark. hard to see because I put it in a red wine glass because Merry Christmas. Happy <laughs> holidays. <laughs> so the color is actually pretty deep, I, I think. I, I yeah. honestly really cannot tell. Sorry, should have put it in a clear glass. I'm fine with it. Well, here, ready? I'm gonna pour myself a little more. Oh yeah, there and you tell go. me what color it is. Dark. <laughs> <laughs> it is a deep burgundy-ish. Yes. <laughs> it smells like. What does it smell like? I didn't even taste because I just wanted one. You didn't taste it. I don't it. have words. <laughs> this is gonna be good. <laughs> I said that and I was like, "You're a fucking idiot!" Like, stop <laughs> talking. Um. Does it smell like old socks? No, it smells like <laughs> alcohol. I don't know why that's listed. Who the who the hell is gonna go? Mm, yes, it, it smells, smells like, like old, old socks. socks. I'm gonna keep drinking it. Yeah. No, it really smells quite strong in the alcohol. 
Yeah, it just smells like alcohol. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. But it is, um, is it oaky or smoky? Smoky. Okay. Inferno. Inferno. <laughs> can't say the word. <laughs> it's not inferno. <laughs> and, um, I would say smoky. It is quite smoky, right? Yeah. Yeah. But good. It is good. I like it. Is it light-bodied, medium-bodied, or full-bodied? I would almost say medium to full. Yeah, it's not light. No. But it's, I feel like it's more full than it would be other mediums we've had. But it's not quite a full, full body. Yeah. Yeah. If that can be a thing. I follow. All right. I think we're all there. All right. And we like it. We we're like the wine. We're drinking it. Oh. The. Yeah. We're going to touch on our little, these from the. <gasps> oh my gosh. Shout you out. Seen them yet. Yeah, so I'm showing you in you person. You sent me... I haven't seen them in, in person. person. So, I want to Shout out to Moonlight Sticker Co. Yes. They sent us some stickers, um, obviously, because they saw our computers, <laughs> and we love some stickers. So, they gave us... Is this Chilton killed one from them? No. Jared oh. made those. Oh. Good for him. Yeah. So, they gave us a, like, bloody handprint, a crime so scene, cute. do not cross... Which is perfect for us because it's literally in our logo. Yep. A <laughs> red wine, which literally fits our glass. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And a white wine, which we still do like white wine. Mm-hmm. We do. Just depends on it. And they're a little sticker. So and a magnet. Yeah. You guys definitely, they did a great job with these stickers. And this, yes. I swear this is not an ad. This is just us being super so. fucking excited about these stickers. And they sent us a cute card. Yeah. So Lindsay and Karen from Moonlight Sticker Company. Thank, thank you so you. much. We're so happy. Yeah. We're that was so kind of you guys. <laughs> literally. And stay tuned because it's they're going probably going to be going on our computers very <laughs> <Yes>. soon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are we ready to get started? I think we are. All right, so the Sodder children. Yeah, I know you know like a little bit about this case. I know a little, okay. But I, it's been a little bit since I've researched anything, or I never researched them. I listened to them. Like, okay, I think Crime Junkie covered them. Probably. It's a pretty like famous case. Um, definitely famous in West Virginia because that's where it happened. Oh, um, I didn't even know that. So. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Fayetteville, West Virginia. Oh, okay. So, um, I'm gonna give you a little bit of background about the actual family to start so um we have george and jenny and put an italian accent on that if you will because they're from italy but we have george and jenny Sauter. he actually changed his name to george once he immigrated to the united states that's not that important but i'm adding it in there because everybody said it well it's a common thing like a couple of generations ago if you came you to this country from italy poland a whole bunch yeah like places like that yeah and they change it just enough that it's like, why'd you bother? Yeah, his name was Giorgio, and I think hers was, like, Jenny, but pronounced with an accent. So, he went from Giorgio <laughs> to George, so. It made me think of Forrest Gump. <laughs> Jenny? Yeah. Jenny! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's too funny. So, he came over to the United States from Italy when he was about 13, and interestingly enough, he came over by himself. Like, his brother literally dropped him off at Ellis Island and was like, see ya, I'm going back on the fucking oh. boat back over. So he dropped him off when he was 13. His whole family left him. So he started, like, going to the railroads and he started working in Pennsylvania and then made his way down to West Virginia um, doing, like, trucking stuff. He eventually, 
fast forward, he eventually, like, started his own trucking business and, like, oh. hauling coal and um, dirt or whatever the fuck. Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> In West Virginia. <laughs> and then his wife moved over to the United States when she was three with her family. So they met in Fayetteville, West Virginia. Okay. Eventually, they married, and like every Italian couple, they had ten children. <laughs> As you do. Yes, exactly. Oh, they boy. They had five boys and five girls. Good for them. That's um, actually pretty good even spread. Yeah. Still too many. Way too many. By ten. Well, <laughs> I'd say maybe by, like, seven or eight, but we... Yeah. Teach their own. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so... I'm going to list out their children's names just so you guys kind of get some sort of idea. I feel like it's kind of hard to, like, remember them when you're actually listening to the script later on, like, who the fuck was who. But anyway, so for their five boys, they had Joe, who was 25, and this is all at the time of the event that I'm going to bring up. And Joe isn't really that important because he doesn't play a role in this case because he wasn't there during this event. He was actually in World War in world war ii my god he was he had just finished fighting the war so he was still like over somewhere i actually don't know if he was fighting american side or italian side or i probably american probably yeah probably i don't i don't know i'm guessing totally i guess so then there's john who is 23 george jr naturally at 16 maurice at 14 and louis at nine then their girls, Marion, 17, Martha, 12, Jenny, 8, Betty, 5, and Sylvia, who is 2. Sylvia. Yes. That name. What? Sylvia just makes me think of Sylvia Likens. Oh. Yeah, she's not good. You don't like her. No. With Gertrude. No. Yeah. That's a bad case. Yeah, it is. That's, like, scary. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not this. Sorry. No. <laughs> no. Sylvia makes me think of Sylvia, I think her name, Plath, Path, Plath. She was like a poet, like a poet. She was like poet, poet, a poet. Panda, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> a poet. What am I even thinking? <laughs> he is. She is. I was about to say it again. I was gonna say it again. <laughs> Whoops. She was a poet who like. She was anyway. That's she was that. good. <laughs> She was good. She was extremely dark and depressed all the time, so she had actually so, killed herself, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so sad. <laughs> what a turn. <laughs> you know. She was. She had some fucking great poems, but oh you know God. that she was in fucking dark that's places. That's the best kind, though. She, they were great. Yeah. Yeah, so whenever I hear that name, that's who I think of. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, his family was actually super well-respected in their community, and they in Fayetteville, it was, like, a very Italian, whatever, community. Um, so they were kind of, like, middle class, a little upper middle class, like, just well-respected people. All of their children were super disciplined, super respectful, like, had good grades, knew what they were supposed to be doing, had jobs in the community, like, well, not Sylvia, she was fucking two, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. if they could work, they were working. They were older just, ones. Yeah. yeah. They were just good people, good kids. And the only negative thing I could find about them was that um, George was super outspoken about the Italian, like, dictatorship. Oh, didn't like, he like him? Hated him. Oh. Yeah, he See, could not stand Mussolini. Oh. And so everybody gave him shit because, like, in the time of, like, World War II, like, you're either Italian side, American side, or whoever the fuck was involved. 
and so he was kind of more american side and like you, you but he represent was, your he nation was too italian to be american side yes per the italians so yeah exactly yeah so when he was saying like i don't agree with mussolini i don't agree with the like dictatorship what's going on people were like hey fuck you yeah like you better agree with it so that was kind of that people didn't like about the family and so keep that kind of in the back of your minds because it may have some interesting it's part of the theories let's say so that's their family okay any questions because we're about to get into it i think we're good to go okay so we're just gonna fucking jump right in okay the fire of 45 (laughs) (laughs) as one would call it (laughs) yes so december 24th 1945 christmas fucking eve the um the oldest sister marion she brought back some toys for like her younger i think it was her sisters her younger sisters and they all got super excited because obviously it's christmas eve you get to open up like a couple presents and so they all kind of convinced their mom to stay up late and play and the mom normally didn't do it like she was like okay Like, you guys have your bedtimes, you guys have your, like, chores, you need to make sure that everything's kind of squared away, but it was Christmas Eve, she was being a little lenient, and she said, sure, like, you guys can play, make sure the animals are fed, make sure the house is locked up before you go to bed, like, all of that kind of stuff. They agreed, and they stayed up for quite a while. Now, I have some questions here, because specifically on Christmas Eve, my mom always told me, you know, Santa won't come if you don't go to bed, kind of thing, so, like... Why were they awake for beyond when she was? I have so many questions about that, too. And, like, no, like, through my research, nobody really answered that. Like, because there's, like, different timelines as to, like, Mrs. Sutter waking up. And I'm like, okay, well, when was she planning on putting the presents out? Like, yeah, because that needs to happen. And kids on Christmas Day wake up at, like, 4 a.m. And they're, like, ready to go. Yeah. When? I don't know. Weird. Yeah. That's the first weird thing. First weird thing. So, that was probably, like, I don't know, early in the night. Then, so she took Sylvia up to bed, Sylvia being the baby, because they had, like, her crib or something in, um, I think it was in her bedroom with George. So, she said, okay, I'm going to, like, going to sleep, grab the baby, went upstairs. They're playing, whatever. Around 1230, they get a phone call, which is, like... I feel like you also know that they're kind of upper middle class because they have a fucking phone in their house, but, and it's like the 40s. Yeah. So, so back then I think, now listen, I could be wrong here. I think. They did have phones. They had phones, but they did not all have separate phone lines, right? Correct. So didn't it ring to a phone number and then it had to get put to the right house after that point? Yes. Like you call the operator or something and then. But, Yeah. Or even weirder, it was like it went to a house or something. And then you all, it was like a community kind of number. Line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did they have that? Because upper, upper class had their own numbers. Um, good question. I'm a... S- Either, I mean, I guess it does not matter. I feel like... The phone rang. <laughs> we... Hold on to that thought, Okay. <laughs> because, like, it could go one of two ways. Okay. So, around 1230, she answers the phone, and it was somebody she didn't recognize asking for somebody she didn't know so oh which makes me kind of think like going to that thought like okay if she's upper middle class maybe it was their own line or I yeah don't know. but then actually that would lead me to believe that they 
got it wrong. They got the house wrong. Yeah. Like, they were literally looking for a different house. Okay. Who, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? So, Mrs. Sauter was like, hey, I'm sorry, you have the wrong number. And then she actually later calls, and it's fucking cool, because I actually found a, Mac, like, a newspaper article with quotes oh, really? from her. Yeah. Um, it was, like, from the 1960s or something. So, it was later on, but, like, she was quoted in saying that she remembers hearing, like, a weird laughter, like, from this person. Like, an evil. Yeah, kind of. Like, she was, like, it just felt odd. And then... Because you shouldn't laugh at all at that conversation. Yeah, (laughs) like, okay, you have the wrong number. And then she laughed. And then she remembers hearing, like, talking in the background and clinking glasses. And then Hmm. when she was, like, okay, bye, she said she remembers hearing, like, another weird, like, crude laugh. And then the phone hung up. That's weird. Yeah. So... It is a little strange. And honestly, the timeline's kind of interesting too, but we'll get into that. So anyway, after the phone call, she noticed that the lights were still on in the living room. And so she was like, what the hell is going on? I told the kids to like close up, make Mm -hmm. sure that everything's cleaned up. So she went downstairs or no, she went into the living room. I don't really know the layout of their house, but, and she noticed that Marion was still asleep on the couch. The lights were on, the shades were not drawn and the like door was still fucking open and not locked and she was like okay this is strange like her kids are usually pretty disciplined they're respectful they'll do their chores like she was kind of thrown off about it but at the same time she's like you know what i'm gonna be lenient it's christmas eve like maybe they just kind of forgot i don't know fair enough yeah so she closed everything up (laughs) went to bed okay but so was that the point where she was gonna put the presents under the tree <laughs> we still got on it <laughs> yeah because it's christmas know. eve and because marianne was sleeping there so she let marianne sleep there and she just assumed that the kids went upstairs so like did she but so she didn't check their room no. i guess she didn't no she didn't she just assumed that they were because uh, so i guess they must have had multiple layers or mm-hmm. layers levels <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they had multiple levels of their house because the like kids like the babies not babies, but, like, from the young ones, the younger ones, they had, like, two different rooms up in, like, the attic area, so she just assumed that they went upstairs. Okay. I don't know. So, she says, okay, whatever, I'm going back to bed, goes back to bed. 30 minutes later, around 1 o'clock, Mrs. Sauter wakes up again, and this time to a loud bang followed by rolling, like, a rolling noise on the top of their house, and she's like, okay, this is fucking weird. Clearly, it was a reindeer, but I mean. <laughs> yeah, it was the clatter. <laughs> yeah. Arose such a clatter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's totally explanatory. Duh. Like, come on now. Um, Actually, I do have a quote from her. It says, quote, something hit the roof like a rubber ball. It rolled and hit the ground with a thud. And that was from a fucking quote in the Sunday Gazette Mail newspaper in 1968, just so you guys want to oh. know. And so she got up, she tried to explore it a little bit, found nothing, went back to bed. 30 minutes later again, Mrs. Sauter woke up around 1.30, but this time to the smell of smoke in her entire house. And that's not good. No. That is not, no. No. She saw it like rolling in through her, like underneath her door. Door. So she opened it up and she was like. You're not supposed to do that. You're not. (laughs) You're totally not. There's so many things that like. We're going to get Granted, into it. Okay. I'll give her the fact that she's a mom. 
and she's probably gonna freak out and try to go get her children yes so i'll give her that yes but otherwise you're not supposed to do that no no but she did it anyway she opened up the door she saw that there were flames or are you well, I mean, if it's your only access to get out, I guess probably. you have no choice, I suppose, at some point. But, like, if you know that somebody's supposed to come, like, it's supposed, like, you're supposed to oh, shut the doors yeah, to, like, go to your window, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dan and Jared. You would think we would know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have one level to my house, so, like, yeah, I can bail easy, but if you're on the second or third floor. I would say if it's, like, you saw a fire in a different room, shut that, like, and you're not yeah, in the room yeah, okay, anymore, then, yeah. shut the door, get the fuck out. But if it's, like, yeah. your only escape and like you're in the second or third floor and you you're open supposed the door. to feel the door and make sure the door is not hot actually yes <laughs> and clearly that door was motherfucking hot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway back to the door she opened the door and then in the room across she saw that that room was like apparently it was his office i don't know why that's important but it is so it was completely in flames and she's like holy shit our house is on fire grab sylvia <laughs> what gave that away <laughs> yeah right be the smoke no it's no the inferno <laughs> <laughs> yeah so she's like okay george get up like you need to wake up right now which i don't know how you didn't wake up or like, she had yeah. to wake him up i don't know but Boy, get up <laughs> yeah come your on house is burning your house is burning you need to get the like hell out of yeah. there so panicked she jumped out of bed grabbed the baby um and then she started screaming as any mother probably would to for like everybody to wake up so she why why did Alyssa text me and jared that's jared's parents the fuck is going on wait what the tremble is mike and vicky this is not funny when we're talking about fires Uh, call mike and call vicky so yeah george is still sleeping and she's like panicked and she's like okay you need to get up she's like so she starts screaming and he obviously like gets up and is like okay what the fuck is going on (laughs) and so mrs sauter grabs sylvia and starts running out of the room and she quoted again saying i ran to the bottom of the attic stairs where the children were supposed to be sleeping i yelled and yelled and finally two boys which were their oldest john and george jr came stumbling down their hair was singed by the fire like wow you know that's that's a serious thing like why did she have to call them down (laughs) i'm really confused about it too but i'm wondering like okay so she was oriented maybe she was up at one and then between one and 130 like all of this is going on so maybe it was just like it got super big super fast and like nobody kind of yeah yeah. I don't know. But I feel like Christmas Eve, you're in a super, like, light sleep anyway. Yeah. Because you're waiting for fucking Santa to come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't know. A whole bunch of weird stuff, but. Yeah. So, at this point, the boys are running out of the house. Um, Mrs. Sauter and Sylvia are out of the house. Marion, who is actually sleeping on the couch, is out of the house. And then George is running out of the house to try and grab, like, water buckets to put out the fire. Which, again, I don't really know. Like, in my head, this is a huge fire. So, like, to put out... It's just not... It's not going to work. To no. It doesn't... It doesn't work. Anyway. So, he first is trying to find water buckets. Realizes that they're all frozen because it's the middle of December. So, clearly, like, there's not going to be water in them. And then it's not till then that he realizes that his other five children are still in the house. Oh. Yeah. Because, like, 
Mrs. Sauter realized it, but at the same time, she's just trying to get out, and, like, she's screaming to her kids to get out, so she's kind of just assuming that, okay, they're, like, gonna come out. They're gonna come out. And so then Mr. Sauter realizes, like, holy shit, my five fucking oldest children, or youngest children are still in there, and so he starts, like, barefoot climbing this house, and then starts, like, (laughs) yeah, I know. And start smashing out windows to try and get into the house. Probably don't do that either. Don't do that either because it's just going to feed fire. Yeah. That's just us. <laughs> and so then he gets, like, seriously cut up on the windows, apparently. And, like, he's just a mess. Like, a hot mess. And so... He's he probably comes... frantically just trying to do his best. Yeah, and, he's like... not thinking. He's yeah. just reacting. Yeah. So, I mean, I probably would have done the same yeah. thing if I was in No his fault shoes. to him. He's just trying. <laughs> yeah. So, then at, like, that point, he's, I think he starts to realize, like, okay, I need to come up with a plan. So, he has a ladder usually on the side of the house, like, all the time. Like, apparently, this is just a thing that happens with them. So, he's like, oh, crap, I have a ladder. I'm going to go to the ladder. And realizes, like, once he gets there, it's nowhere to be found. Like, it's not there. And Weird. he's like, yeah, he's like, this is, where the hell is it? Like, it's always here. So, George Jr. and, I think it's John. Let me just double check. Mm-hmm. John, yep. Okay. They're like, okay, we're going to try and find this ladder. So, they start searching. Still, they can't find it. And then... It's not, like, an easy thing to hide. No. <laughs> it's either there or it's not. Yeah, exactly. So... I don't know. I think it just threw them off because it's always there. Okay. Like, it's not something, like, I guess it's just, which doesn't seem like something that's smart to me. Like, somebody could easily break into your house, but it's also the 40s, so. That's true. That's not a thing they think about. The security wasn't really a thing then anyway. Yeah, no. So, then they realize, okay, we have to come up with now plan C, and they try and get the coal trucks. (laughs) Which, again, is not very smart, but I guess there's no coal in the coal trucks. But Let's they try, hope. And, yeah. <laughs> they try and drive over the trucks to the house. To like, They're like, all right, we'll just get on the trucks, climb up, grab the kids out of the window, call it a day. They're doing whatever they can think of. They're but absolutely Whether everything. or not, it's a good idea, but... Yeah, which, I mean... <laughs> well... Like, you, you aren't rational in no. a thing. Like, when something like that's When happening. five of your children are in a burning yeah. house. You no. do what you can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... The problem with that is the trucks didn't start, even though the trucks had started the day before. So they're like, oh. what the fuck is going on? And so Marion and Jenny start to realize, like, okay, shit is going down. We need to do something. So apparently at the time, Marion actually tried to call the fire department through the phone that was in their house. They went back in the house. Before she left. Oh, okay. So it was like, it, there wasn't fire where she was immediately, so she tried to call... And she called the operator, and it didn't go through to the fire department. So she ran out of the house to the neighbor's house, tried to call through the neighbor's line, like, through the operator, and it didn't go through. There was later reported that a, like, somebody who was just randomly driving by did the same thing. He saw the huge, like, fire, went to the tavern, tried to call the fire department, didn't go through. Oh, my like, God. <laughs> like, what i I don't even know like i don't the house was destined to burn down (laughs) yeah exactly down (laughs) yeah so what ended up happening was the neighbor drove into town to contact somebody who was in the fire department i think it they didn't really specify i think it was the fire chief i heard in some podcast but some other one said it was something else so contacted somebody in the fire department 
who then contacted one of their other friends, who then personally contacted one of their other friends, who, per- <laughs> like, it was this whole, like, bucket brigade, but by, like, phone lines or personal, like, you go in and you just tap oh them on God. the shoulder and, like, hey, there's a fire, we should probably go. They didn't show up with a truck until 10 o'clock that next morning. What? Yeah. Nine hours later. Don't even bother. Exactly. The, the the house is literally gone. In 45 minutes, the house was to the ground. Yeah. Like, the entire house. Don't worry, guys. I'm coming. Yeah. Nine hours later. Exactly. That's, it's, like, literally the SpongeBob thing. Like, <laughs> nine hours, hours later. later. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Oh, God. So, at that point, they're just like, okay, we're here, and we're just going to investigate because you have nothing else to do because the house you were supposed to save is no longer standing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Insane. Yeah. So, now it's December 5th, Christmas Day, 10 o'clock in the morning, and they start to do some sort of investigation, the police and fire. Not fire, but, like, they're trying to, you know, make (laughs) sure everything's burned out and whatever. like, make sure nothing's hot spots and such. Yeah. And so the police start to do some investigation, and they deem the five children dead. So, on the books, it says that the five solder children are not here, no longer with us, but absolutely no remains were found. No bones. No teeth. No bones. Like, no fragments. None. No. You see, that doesn't work. Mm Mm-hmm because fires burn hot and you will burn but you will never cremate a body and even cremation is fragments thank you you are so smart (laughs) i'm gonna throw it in a little piece of information even though i have it later on in the script (laughs) but mrs Sauter, like later on she gets like okay something's going on and so she actually does a lot of research and she found because she went to like a crematorium and Mm -hmm. asked for bones to disintegrate it has to be burned at 2000 degrees for at least 2 hours and you will still res- like there's still going to be fragments fragments yeah it'll be mostly powder but there will be you'll like you'll have pieces that you can still identify as human bone mm-hmm. yeah so in a house that burnt you should still find something you should actually probably find i mean you would still see you would see five full remains like five full skeletons you should yeah if they were there. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you are getting into it. <laughs> so, exactly. The question now starts, like, coming up. Were the children even in the house? Like, where? And where did the children go? Like, right. if their bodies weren't, like, found. But yeah, because po- it was still... It was Christmas time in West Virginia. Like, it's not... Yeah. Hold... But it's not warm. Yeah. It's like, I'd, I'd call it cold still. Yeah. It's probably like, oh, probably. It's probably like 50, 60. Probably. 50. I would say colder than that if bucket, buckets of water are freezing. Oh. It would have to be below 30, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh. So. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Because Kate's in Virginia and it's pretty cold down there. Is it? Yeah. I know. You, you think south and I at know. least <laughs> where we are and you're like, it's not cold. But then for them, it's like 50 degrees and they're it's, freezing. Yeah. But yeah. it's if it's freezing, it's actually freezing. So. Yeah. So Pretty cold. Apparently, apparently okay. it was at, at least actually freezing. But um, 
so yeah so police are still doing investigations whatever but they have officially like pronounced that the children were like died and like the coroner's office like has five death for death certificates <laughs> yes i cannot say that word <laughs> death certificates that say they either died by fire or by suffocation so like sad yeah extremely sad but now mrs and mr Sauter are like this can't be like what the hell happened where the hell are my kids and they start kind of piecing together all of the weird things that have been happening that night but also things that have happened like a few months before Hmm. which I did not bring up because I wanted to just lay out <laughs> all of the, like, the facts and yeah. then kind of present, like, okay, this is weird. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm going to jump forward a little bit, but they start piecing it together and they actually decide to hire a private investigator. Get this. The name is Cece Tinsley. Like, come on. That's some sort of, like... That's great. Yeah. C- like, Cece. C- C- oh, Cece. Yeah. Tinsley. oh god yeah i thought it was c-i-c-i like c-c oh no 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 it's just like it's, come C-C. on that's like Tinsley. you are meant to be a private investigator yeah hi i'm cc tinsley <laughs> <laughs> cobra bubbles <laughs> <laughs> yes so um the private investigator starts to like look into what <laughs> I can't stop quoting really stupid, like, <laughs> movie references. <laughs> Spongebob. Forrest Gump. Oh, Lilo yeah. and Stitch. <laughs> I'm on a roll. <laughs> it's good. It's so good. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say something. Um, the police also said that the fire had started because of electrical problems. However, and there's, like, this whole thing to it, too, but, however, Mr solder had actually like was like okay that doesn't make any fucking sense because one lights were on in the house at the time of the fire which is like mrs solder was sit, like was quoted in saying like the only reason we all got out of not all we half got out of the <laughs> yeah <laughs> the the people who survived survived was because there was actually lights on in the house like so they could see their way out otherwise they mm-hmm. would have gotten lost and mm-hmm. also burned in there because it's pitch dark in a fire. Yeah. So she was like, okay, that doesn't make sense because, like, if you're having electrical problems, your lights aren't going to work. And they recently, like, that year had gotten their entire, like, electrical system, like, replaced and updated because they were getting, like, an, an electric stove. Uh-huh. So, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes. They are, I think they're Moving kind up of, in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 1940s and you get an electric stove (laughs) pretty freaking good oh my god but but okay so and yeah so it's like okay we're cleared and the actual electrician was like you guys are good like he checked out the fuse boxes he checked out everything and he said you guys are in the clear like this is super safe i've redone everything i've triple checked everything like you guys are fine so the fact that police came back and said hey you had an like an electrical problem he was like like no like that doesn't Mm. make any sense that's so, interesting. Yeah. Yes. And, um, like, the PI actually found out and, like, did further research, and I don't know how she found the information, but she did, that the fire actually started on the roof, like, from the, like, tar, like, at the point there was, like, tar, he said something about, like, the tar and the shingles, like, that's where it started. So, like, you don't really have electrical problems on your, on your roof. roof. 
like yeah. something external would have had to yeah hit the roof arose such a clatter <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're on a roll <laughs> Oh, don't mind me. (laughs) You are funny. So then the next piece of information. (laughs) I'm a mess. It's okay. I can't even speak today. (laughs) And I should stop. (laughs) No, never. So the next thing that she like configured, configured, not even. The next thing she figured out. (laughs) Not configured. She didn't bring it together. Um, We had a drink. Oh, do we? Sounds like we've had a lot already. Fun fact, we literally started drinking when we opened this bottle. We have not had any Nothing. before. Because <laughs> sometimes we do that where we're like, let's, let's drink three, drink three different drinks. Yeah. Like, let's have a white claw margarita and then have wine. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> Throw a shot in there. We're good to go. Hey. <laughs> Speaking of shots, I think we still need to cover the uh, terrifying case of dun, dun, dun. the Golden State Killer. Is that who you mean? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we will. It's terrifying. Anyway. It's coming. Yes. So, the other thing that, um, I don't know why this was extremely important, but it was also just, like, another fishy thing that added to the whole case, was that, um, so they thought that the telephone wasn't working because there was an electrical problem, so it, like, cuts off everything, but they actually, or they thought that the line was burned through from the fire, but they actually found that the line was cut. Oh. Yeah. So, makes you start to real. so, like, she found that piece of information, and then it's like, okay, you put the timeline together. They got to call at 1230. The fire started at 130. So, between 1230 and 130, there's somebody who's around their house who's doing shady shit and cut their telephone line. Like, you don't do that unless you have some sort of alternative line. Yeah. Well, like, a reason you wouldn't want them to contact the police. Yes. Or fire. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. Very interesting. So then that also makes them think, like, okay, so somebody may have moved the ladder. And they actually found the ladder in, like, an embankment. Like, so someone chucked it. Somebody chucked the fucking ladder. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and there were also reports that somebody was sneaking around with, like, they said attack and block. Tackle and block? What the fuck is that? Because I kept reading that, and I'm like, so, <laughs> this doesn't make sense to me. They said, like, a lot in, like, a lot of the research has said that there was somebody who was caught with a tackle and block. Like, if that's what that is, that looks like an industrial hook. It's apparently an industrial hook that they believed was used to take out the engines of the car as to which why the car, as to oh. explain why the car was not starting. Who, however, you don't just walk around with a fucking engine. It is, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't, just, it just doesn't make sense. Like, no. Yeah. And how like, do you like, you need it beyond that, like the, the weight of that. What? And where, where you put it? Where, did you not check the car? Like, was the engine not there? All of that makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So that was, like, thrown into every single piece of research that I found, and I really don't understand how it applies. Where Fucking, did it go? Yeah, like, you have to hook this up to somewhere. You're not just going to hook it up to the air. Right. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. And, and, like, you you still can't carry it. Like, that could hoist it. Yeah. But then what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not... And flo- then, it's... 
I, so yeah, it, this you're needs not going to throw off the engine and then down the embankment as yeah, well. Like, no, none of that makes sense. It doesn't make any sense. So I really am confused as to why that's relevant. But apparently, I guess the relevant piece of information from that is that somebody fishy was around the house okay. at the time. That makes sense. That I can get behind. Yes. So. Um, I kind of touched on this before, but the other thing that the PI um, picked up on was, so she wanted to investigate more as to why the remains weren't found. Yeah. Because that's a huge fucking piece of information. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you were deemed dead, but you don't have a body to deem dead. Like, yeah, I don't even know how that they're actually doing that. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the theories. Oh. Um, so, Mrs. Sauter decided to do her own research and she <laughs> i think she's a girl after her own heart um <laughs> she sounds like it. she yeah <laughs> so she started talking to the coroner and she or the cremate crematorium mm -hmm. and she discovered that fact that like they have to be burned at 2000 degrees for a certain period of time you're still gonna have fragments all that kind of stuff so this fire, even if it got that hot, only burned for 45 minutes. And I was going to actually ask you if you found out how hot it burned, because I don't know how hot a typical house fire burns. I don't either, but I don't think it's, I don't like think 2000. it's 2000. Because you have, like, like, the reason that you can get, it like, cremated is because you kind of enclose that heat. Yeah. So, if house fire, the heat is kind of... Yeah, it's a very small, like a small box with yeah. a constant a constant heat source that won't die down exactly yeah so it says the i just googled this super fast but it says the heat from a house fire can reach over like uh, 1100 degrees fahrenheit so that's not even close to 2000 no and that's not and that's even probably the hottest that they get yeah um, i mean I don't want to say anything that sounds really stupid right now, so we're going to roll what? with what Google tells us. I was going to say, I don't know how much, how hot it gets in, like, a flashover, but that doesn't matter because, again, that's not a sustained temperature. Yeah. And that's yeah. what matters. Yeah. It's a sustained For two hours. Yeah. Yeah. 2,000 degrees for two hours. Nope. Sorry. Your body's going to be there. Exactly. It just doesn't make sense. No. So, she started to, like, she picked apart this piece of information and she's like you know what i'm gonna do my own experiments <laughs> <laughs> so, <Hey. laughs> she would take <laughs> this is what i mean she's after her own heart yeah. not that i would necessarily do this but i guess if five children of mine were said to be dead i think i would probably do this too like she would take animal bones and she started to actually like burn them like as hot as she could well now i probably wouldn't do that I don't think I, you would either. I don't think I would either. I really don't. I, I tried think, to decide with her, but I, think, I really don't think I would do that. I think you that. and I have um, love animals too much to do that. I don't think she killed the animals. Oh, okay. I think, <laughs> I think okay. she would, like, she would have chicken for dinner and then, and then burn the chicken wings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now that makes more sense. Yeah. I think, yeah. It's like we're hunting out here yeah. just to... Or they also have... Well, who knows? Maybe they, maybe they actually did kill the animals because it was, like... An Italian thing to do is to, like, make your own meat. And, like, oh. so you raise your own animals. Oh, and no. then you slaughter your own animals. So, I actually, she might name, have done that. You can't kill it. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I name everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. No. Yeah. But, hey, she's a mother trying to figure out how her children died. Yeah. I'm not in that position. I can't speak on that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, she would start doing that. 
and found that every single time there were always remains like the bones would be charred the bones would be scarred like there was like stuff going on splintered splintered like they were damaged but they didn't disappear right so she's like okay this isn't adding up then about like a month or so after their house fire there was another house fire like in the area as to like where they lived and seven people actually died in that house fire including like a three-month wow yeah and fire alarms not exist i feel like they didn't i they must not have it was just a thing like people's houses burned down a lot more back then well thank god for fire no smoke smoke detectors not even fire departments because back then they (laughs) literally help nine Mm. hours later you know that's probably why houses burned down and people died so much because the fire department took fucking forever yeah but if you have to call your buddy to call his buddy to call his buddy to get the fire truck there i mean come on take a minute (laughs) it is gonna take a minute at that fire seven bodies died or seven people died seven bodies were found proving the point that bodies stay yeah house exactly like you're gonna find something like the fact that it's just it's negligent to say like okay this is what like they died yeah because you actually don't have proof you don't like you don't have the evidence to say these like yeah granted it was a different time but like if that happened now like you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to grant them a death certificate if you didn't have their body shouldn't yeah yeah that's insane so after like it's just fucking shady shit and then after all of this evidence like the police still didn't want to reopen the case because they already said you know what nope cut off like your children died like you need to kind of get over that and there was even one person who was investigating the fire who like planted what was said to be a heart this is actually really fucking funny so they said that they found no bones at the site but a heart was found and so that fireman like so tissue was found but bone wasn't (laughs) thank you (laughs) i'm sorry what thank you it just doesn't make any fucking sense like so the fireman he like and he didn't even share this with them he just said like oh and so it was like a rumor going around town that's like a heart was found and so he buried it's fucking shady shit he buried it in a fucking coffee can and like hid it and then the like, the Sodders eventually heard about that and was like, hey, if you have evidence from this fire, we need it. And so, eventually, he handed it over and then the Sodders got it, like, tested and brought it to, like, the coroners and, like, was like, okay, what the hell is this? Is this human? Is this, what is this? They found that it wasn't, it had absolutely no scar tissue on it. It had no charring, so it wasn't even in a fire. Nope. Because, clearly, it's fucking tissue. Like, yeah. It's not well, going to okay, live. Okay, so, and on that, like, if you died in a fire and somehow miraculously your entire body disappeared into nothing except for your heart, it wouldn't be in a coffee can? No! <laughs> what? Yeah, well, I think he put it in the coffee can. Like, why, though? I don't know. I have no idea. Like, nothing makes sense in that. Nothing makes sense. So then, they found out that it wasn't even a heart, it was a cow liver, and then the solders were like um why the hell did you do that and he said that he wanted them to just finally believe that their children died in the fire so he kind of like fabricated the whole thing just to say like you need to get over this 
No, you don't. Like, you had five children die. <laughs> like, yeah. Let them grieve. Exactly. And the and fact don't that... don't do that. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> like, don't fuck with it. No. So, the fact that, like, this whole town is, like, covering something up was making the Sodders, yeah. like, okay, you guys are not helping. Like, you're not reopening this case. Clearly, something's going on. My children aren't dead. Where the hell are they? They start to think they were clearly, like, kidnapped or something happened to them. So... The Sodders actually started to try and get the FBI involved, and, like, every single year up until their deaths, they would, like, contact the FBI and say, hey, we want you to start investigating this, but every single time, Fayetteville denied the investigation yeah. because they can. Yeah. And so... Which is annoying, because so if Fayetteville is not going to fucking take charge in this, and you want to go get somebody to do it, they can still be denied. Yeah. Because of local, like, jurisdiction or whatever it is. It's kind of annoying. It's so annoying. So, like, for years now, that's kind of where things have been left off. There's, like, shady shit that's happened. Like, the Sodders just constantly were trying to find information with their own, like, resources. They actually ended up putting, like, a billboard up. Um, I think I have a picture of it. Yeah, right here. Oh, okay. I don't remember when they put it up, but they put it up, like, shortly after their kids went missing and like that's a hell of a reward thank you i was just about to bring that up yeah so they have pictures this like billboard it's like pictures of their five kids and it says like essentially like police didn't do their job we're trying to find more information help us out if you have any information please contact this number and they put it up like if you find our kids it's a ten thousand dollar reward in 1940 yeah so that's Holy insane shit. where'd that money come from they must have been well off yeah they had the fucking phone that hooked them to their own connection <laughs> yeah they did <laughs> so uh, because it's yeah go ahead and dollars in today's money just for a reward yeah for five kids yeah well i mean see, i don't know anyone. though if it was yeah <laughs> if you just had information and you found one of our chat like that's insane yeah and like the other thing, too, is in this um, newspaper article, it says that the Sodders spent $15,000 of their own money for private investigation. And oh, my. For, so, that would have been two hundred thousand over $200,000. Of their own money. Of their own money. Damn. Like, they were not satisfied, which rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much information out there that nobody's telling you. And that's kind of where it was. Like, that's that's it that's it that's all the facts like other than that there's theories which i'm gonna get into but it's just that there was a fire four of their kids got out and five of them vanished and there was other like that other shady shit that happened but like what (laughs) yeah (laughs) why i don't understand why the coroner and whatnot would even go through the trouble of saying they're dead i don't know so trouble whatever but like you know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. Like, why kind of side with it? Yeah. Like, if you're... There's no... There should be no benefit in him siding with they dead. See, they I... Did. They <laughs> did. <laughs> I wonder... Like, I don't know how it was back then, but, like, was the coroner connected to police at all? I don't know. But, like, I... That's kind of, like, one question I have is, like, I wonder if they're connected. Well, and know. so then it was all kind of, like, a a thing that... A collusion? Yes. I wonder. It, I, it must be. Because, like, what, was, what would be the gain? Nothing. However, shall we get into the theories? We shall. We shall. <laughs> yes. Okay. 
So there's a couple different um, beliefs. I think I'm going to save the belief that I believe the most for the last one. Okay. Because, yeah. So in October 1945, um, so what, two months before the fire, a life insurance agent went to the Sauter residence and was trying to sell like different policies to George. And so George was like, hey, no, I don't need any of this, and denied the agent. And he actually got, not George, but the um, life insurance guy actually got super fucking frustrated and agitated and, quote, said, your goddamn house is going up in smoke and your children are going to be destroyed. You are going to be paid for the dirty remarks you've been making about Mussolini. That's not a good sign. (laughs) And that's not something you say. No. So, when I first heard this, I was kind of, like, skeptical. I was like, you know what? Like, eh. Like, come on. That's so accurate that, like, how can it really be a thing? Because here's my hot take on that one. Okay, let's go. He's not even really trying to sell insurance. He's just an angry Italian who's mad that he's outspoken about being against Mussolini. Mm -hmm. Knew he probably wasn't going to take the insurance money and had a good way of having a uh an excuse okay. to say it uh, what will. what do you think his like motive behind it was then if he wasn't there to sell insurance like just scope up just the house? to like be mad about m- him hating mussolini yeah. oh. mm. so like he just went there to kind of just scream at him yeah and, or like, something like him? like he was just trying to so like he didn't have like a reason right like you can hate who you want to hate yeah so then he went there and he was like i'm gonna pretend this and he's probably not gonna buy it blah 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 and then i can be mad at him for not buying my life insurance and then i can do it oh i wonder interesting interesting or i'm really wrong well i mean (laughs) like a lot of people kind of believe that it was this guy because it's like like if you analyze the quote and it, it might be butchered as the years go True. on. But, like, the quote that I found that was kind of, like, it seemed the most accurate, it says, your goddamn house is going up in smoke and your children are going to be destroyed. It's not saying, like, hey, you better watch out because, like, this stuff could happen to you. It's, like, it's, it's a fact. Yeah. It says... It's you, happening. <laughs> yeah. Your house is going up in flames. Your children are destroyed. Like, That's are going to be bad. destroyed. Yeah. And... I don't know. So, that's interesting. So, okay. I'll put a pin in that. So, oh, and there's another kind of weird thing that ties this one together. So, that same guy was, so apparently they had, because I'm sure, like, the Sauters were not satisfied with what, like, the police had stated about their house. So, there was, like, a trial and stuff about it. And so, this guy was part of the jury that labored this labeled the solder fire as an accidental like of course as an official accident yeah if he could be he would be yeah so he was that's also what shit luck is that that he gets on the jury yeah right (laughs) like Like you kind of should analyze that a little bit more yeah (laughs) but yeah so like he was part of the reason why it was like deemed the children being dead and like this is an accident interesting Yes. Don't like, don't really, don't really like that. Oh, I fucking missed an entire huge fucking thing. What do you know? <laughs> Hold on. 
like a huge fucking thing did you yeah <laughs> like what <laughs> like the balls of fire <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> i missed something so big wow let's go back let's before go the back. theories <laughs> okay i'm sorry i'm just the getting balls into the, of fire the balls of fire Okay, are you mm, ready for this? I, yeah. Because this is huge. Because this proves that the fire wasn't caused... Like, there's so much that proves that this was not an accident that it's insane that they deemed it an accident. Are you ready? I'm like, ready. They said that it was an electrical yeah, paneling. But it started on the roof. <laughs> but it started on the roof from the balls of fucking fire. <laughs> that makes so much more... Okay, wait. Are you ready? Before that makes ready? sense, yeah. Because it, yeah. it does. I'm okay. still not giving you all the information. Oh, okay. <laughs> so late that night that like back okay we're going back to december 24th christmas eve okay probably actually now christmas because it's like 12 30 at this point um a like bus driver like a late night bus driver actually reported seeing quote balls of fire like oh. it's not just me saying it okay um being thrown towards the roof of the house that exact night and then later like three months later sylvia the baby was playing near i don't know why she was playing near the rubbish of the house that burned down but she was okay and found rubber objects like lying around the house which was later identified as pine bombs what's a pine pine bomb they're fucking bombs used in world war ii to set things on fire (laughs) oh (laughs) oh like panda hold on I might be even butchering the name. Napalm pineapple bomb. Oh. (laughs) What'd you call it? A a pine bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Not right. I mean, you were close. Pineapple napalm. Yeah. And so the baby was playing with those. (laughs) The baby found them around the house. Like, and that, like, completely explains Mrs. Sauter waking up at 1. Yeah. 30 minutes before she woke up to the fire, hearing a bang and a roll yeah oh on the roof yes which clearly started the fire like come on now especially if it started on the tar roof yeah and you found fucking like there's so much evidence that says that this was so it's like fucking something happened yeah somebody did it you found the fucking bomb that started the fire like man i literally came up with another friggin' movie reference <laughs> in my head what <laughs> and why is the carpet all wet todd i don't know margo <laughs> what is that one from <laughs> christmas vacation because they were like oh yes oh the old people no the the yeah. elaine from seinfeld and oh. she's the neighbor and like it comes flying through the window but what did you oh. just say because it what did I, what it made me think of it? What did we just say? Because um, now I'm losing it, but. I said, you fucking found the bomb that started the fire? No, I can't remember, but um, what, whatever we said, it made me think of it. So, so it's like fucking something happened. Yeah. Somebody did it. Well, obviously something had to break the window. Something had to hit the stereo. Oh, yeah. Well, well. Anyway, Great I'm on job. a roll. You are on a roll. <laughs> so that was a huge piece of information that I completely forgot to add. Yeah, critical information, might I add? <laughs> critical, extremely critical. So, like, it's not an accident. This was no. not an accident. This was planned. The children were stolen. Like, now we just need to find the fucking children. Yes. So that's that. How did they just disappear? So the 
we're gonna get into the the big theory okay because there's another theory but it's really fucking stupid so i don't even know if i should i'm gonna say it okay we'll gloss over it there was another speculation that there was like a thief who was like around the residence near the time who started the fire and stole the children probably not the one that did it yeah it just was very vague and it's like okay it doesn't seem accurate no so that was another theory the last theory that makes the most sense to me is so it's kind of believed that mr sauter was approached by the mafia and saying hey we want you to join it's so there's two parts mr sauter was approached or there was involvement with Mr. Sauter's family in the Mafia when they were in Italy, which is why Mr. Sauter first came to America. Oh, to, like, get away from the Mafia? Yeah, because it was okay. believed that, okay, maybe his family owed them money, something like that. So, it's believed that there is some sort of Mafia involvement. And I think, so, for the one that said, like, okay, Mr. Sauter was involved, like, approached, they believe that he denied, like the approach as to like we don't want i don't want to be part of this and so they think that at the time of the fire somebody that the kids knew started the fire or like a bunch of people started it then somebody the kids knew went into the house and said guys the house is on fire come with me i need to save you kidnapped the kids brought them to who was actually behind it all now, can I give my theory on that? Yeah. Um, if it was mafia related, I almost think they would taunt them. Yeah. I don't think they would just steal their children and never bring it up again. I think like they would be like sending. Wouldn't that be a taunt though? Like that you don't get any. No, answers? you would probably send them like something. A letter literally looked like it was written by them, or like a pinky or something or like real true. aggressive, Good like point. literally something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't just take them. Because that's not tragic enough. True. <laughs> the only reason that I'm like, okay, maybe it's mafia related is that, like, there seems to be so many people who are, like, almost bought off. True. That they're not... Like, why would the cops give a shit about what the, mu- the yeah. Mussolini... Why uh, would the coroners give a shit? Why yeah. would the neighbors hide the fact that there was a rumor about the heart? Like, why... Yeah. Like, there's just so many little tidbits where it's like, this is all perfectly falling into their little plan mm-hmm. of like the kids are dead that it's like yeah i feel like something would have slipped unless it was something huge hanging over their head like if you tell something i'm killing your family i don't okay. know i don't I know. can see both sides of that yeah yeah because um, you're right because that's a lot of people who are just letting it slide under the rug there. yeah and like they're definitely like there would be no reason for the police to really investigate that unless i mean unless they had some sort of involvement but i really don't i don't know yeah Um, that's a weird one it is weird it's super weird because like they don't have answers and so there were actually like so once the solders actually put up that billboard Mm -hmm. they kept getting tips of like we saw your kids here like a week after the fire there was a tip that came in that said i saw your children at a restaurant um like with breakfast like getting breakfast served to them i served them i tried to talk to the men they started talking in italian got super angry and all of them left oh that does lead to a mob thing Mm. Hmm. so there was like stuff Mm -hmm. like that there was another tip that came in that martha was now part of a convent i don't know why i giggled but i did (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and like so there's just like and then there was another um tip that came in that it was like written saying like an, a picture who looked like louis like 10 years down the road or something and like he was involved in something and like they just got so many tips and they couldn't like and they would actually then go personally investigate those tips by like so i think the for louis it was like said that he was found in like i'm just naming a state like michigan so they would travel to that state and be like okay we're gonna research this we're gonna investigate this for martha they tried to go to the actual like place like they said that she was at and like just over the years they've gotten so many tips and nothing has come back that's very weird and very tragic honestly like how do you just have five people of your family disappear yeah and like it seems like they were still alive yeah Yeah. (laughs) like we just said that in two different ways yeah they didn't die they were still alive (laughs) like there's no way i mean they might be they might have been killed afterwards but they did not die in that house no no they lived in that house (laughs) (laughs) no you know it (laughs) i really don't know i honestly don't believe that it was the thing where like oh somebody saved them from the house but then at the same time i'm like okay well how do you kidnap five kids without chaos and the one sleeping on the couch just stayed sleeping on the couch like i don't think that's gonna work like there's so many fucking little pieces where it's like how did this come together like I just don't get it. And then it's also like, okay, so the the guy, going back to the guy who said, like, your house is going up in flames, like, was there community involvement? Like, did people just really hate the fact that he hated Mussolini and so, like, the community wanted to, like... That's... That would be sad if you took it out on the children in, yeah, a, in a way, you know? I don't get it. Hmm. And it's like, it seemed very specific to the fact that they wanted those kids to survive because, mm-hmm. like... They left Marion on the couch. Yeah, I know. She was not good enough. Nobody wanted her. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> I, I don't know. So, that's all I got. That's Isn't that the weirdest thing? Yeah. This is the weirdest case. I know. You, like, <laughs> love disappearance cases. I do. But it just makes me so frustrated. I do. <laughs> but I like them usually when they're a little bit more detailed. This one's literally like, well, they're gone. <laughs> yeah. This one, I think you get, like, you get enough information that you know they didn't die. Yeah. And you know that they're likely still alive somewhere, but it's just, like, the pieces as to, like, how did it happen? It's, like, they don't have any of it, though. Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) There's nothing there. Can you imagine being them, like, Mrs. Sauter and Mr. Sauter? Like, and, like, your kids just fucking disappear. Just half of your kids. Bye. 30 minutes. Like, like you saw them a couple hours ago. Christmas. Yeah. And, like, she could have just gone upstairs and be like, are my kids upstairs? Yeah. And no, she I wonder just how assumed. much like guilt she lived with. Oh God, I, I can't even imagine. She actually, this is a very Italian thing to do. Like when you have, it's typically for like when your husband dies, you wear black. Mm-hmm. For, her, for there on out, from there on out. <laughs> but this Christmas Day, nineteen forty-five, from there on out, she wore black. Wow. Yep. Until she died. That's. And there's the cutest freaking. It, I don't know if it's cute, but it's. It's kind of cute. Like, it says in this newspaper article, it says, um, there, this part, I'm going to read this whole thing. It says, these past 23 years of unknowing hope have been difficult for the Sodders. And this is quoted from Mr. Sodder. It says, it's hard sometimes to get sleep at night just wondering about them. After all, if someone wanted to get to me, why did they get to my family too? It's like hitting a rock wall. We can't go any further. We just don't know what to do now. 
We may put up another sign on the road or may just leave that one up, although it's getting pretty bad. And then this is like just the actual article. It says, but he sternly made a vow which his wife of more than 50 years shared with equal determination. Quote, as long as we live, we will dig into it to come out with an explanation on what really happened 23 years ago in that fire. That's sad. And they never got their explanation. No, but they tried and I honestly applaud them for never giving up, never just agreeing that they died in the fire and yeah. always trying to be like an advocate for their children, really. Yeah. 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 It's pretty awesome of it them, is. but it's sad is. that they had to go through it. So sad. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the cool thing about people who still talk about this case is, like, you're still at least trying to fight for George and Jenny and being like, okay, well, we want to know what happened, yeah. too. Like, like, like you're, ca- people can't just disappear I'm and then... Not just agreeing with the police on this one. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Like, you guys... Do your, do your job a little better. Yeah. I wonder if the FBI ever would still get involved. I think at this point... There's so many other things that they have to... Well, it's just... It's hard. Like, now you're not looking for people... Well, you could be. 1940-something. They'd be, like, in their 70s, 80s, 80s plus. Yeah. 40s. Some of them are young, right? They'd be in their 80s. Yeah. Well, hey, if you see a solder child... Give him a hug. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... Yes. That's all. That's the story. That is the story, and I'm sticking to it. All right. Well, I, how... Uh, do you want to hear something in- Yeah. embarrassing? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. So, I was... I don't know why, but I did not finish it by any stretch, but <laughs> the poem kept coming into my head was the night before Christmas, <laughs> and I really wanted to try and recreate it. Yeah, I really wanted to recreate it. So this is all the I got so thing? far. No, God, oh, no. God. <laughs> no. This was the actual poem that I was like trying to use. Oh God, to, like... I was like, holy shit, you went for it. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, no, no, no. Are you ready? Yeah, I, I This am. is all I have. Except the first two lines are literally the lines of the actual <laughs> poem. So, she made so I only step. have a line. So ready? Yeah. It was the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung, the chimp... No. <laughs> That's the actual one. Yeah. Hold on. Where did he... Oh, here. Oh, okay. All right. Actually, I had four lines. This is good. Oh. Ready? Yeah. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The solder children were sleeping, their stockings were hung, with the hopes that St. Nick would soon be the one to come. If only they were so lucky to see St. Nick and his gifts, instead... They were greeted by a mean old Mr. Grinch. <laughs> and then I was going to get, like, go down and to, like, start talking about, like, their fire, blah, 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 and oh. the this and the bomb and the this. And, oh my and God. then I, like, just did not. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe I need to finish it and start our next podcast off with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. And then I really tried to dig in and be like, was this poem written about the Sato children? And yes, it, wasn't. it was. No, it wasn't. No, was not it? that one. Yours oh. was. Mine was, yeah. but the actual one. I was like, was it really? Do you no, know something? I don't think so. It was, it was I, a cre- so not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the something with care in hopes uh-huh. that St. Nick soon would be there. Yeah. But and then ready? Got. This is the part where I was like, was this about the, the oh. kids? Because it says, when out on the roof, there was such a clatter. 
a rose, a rose at the clatter. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. <laughs> Away to the window, I flew like a flash, tore open the shutter, and threw up the sash. I'm like, this is Mrs. Sodder. Like, it is, but it wasn't. I it think. wasn't. I think it was. Right? It was reindeer. Come on, Sam. It was reindeer. <laughs> but I'm like, you know how they have like poems or yeah things that are turned into like yeah i thought this this was one i was like maybe dasher and dancer the bombs that they named <laughs> i don't know <laughs> no but <laughs> good try <laughs> no <laughs> let's drink oh god all right and uh how did you like it no fill yours up mine this is my second time oh fair <laughs> that's all yours oh thank you uh-huh and now I did like it. I did fill my cup up a second time. Mm. I do think it's um I think it's like it's quite tasty. I think it's quite I don't know I, how to describe it. I think this. it's quite tasty. tasty. <laughs> Use your words. <laughs> no, um, I agree. I think it's also quite tasty. It has, like, a good uh, balance it's, to it, I'd say, of sweetness and dryness and, um, yeah, but not, yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, and it's not, like, a red wine, or a red blend that I've had, because I feel like red blends, it's very fruity. This is definitely very, like, I keep want to saying, I keep wanting to say bourbon-y, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that's the right thing. It's just, it's not a straight red. There's a lot of complex ending flavors. Yeah. Finishing flavors. So, anyway, <laughs> we would like to say thank you so much for listening this week. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search Chilled and Killed Podcast. And YouTube, obviously, if you're watching. If you're watching <laughs> us, you know that we're on YouTube. But still, continue to watch. Yes, please. And then, if you... L- no, and then. And then! <laughs> do you know what that movie's from? And then... No, but... Dude, where's my car? Uh, can oh. I have a Kung Fu chicken? And then? <laughs> and then? If you say and then one more time. And then, and then, and then, and then. You don't know what that's from? I've never watched that, but that's got Matthew Lillard in it, right? I'm not good From Shaggy? Shaggy, yes. 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 Yep. <laughs> that is literally my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. It's the stupidest movie, and I fucking love that movie. <laughs> it's so funny. Stupid llama. <laughs> Wow, everything that's been quoted is you. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. I'm over there watching Titanic before we started recording, and it's like (laughs) the complete opposite of that movie. Complete opposite. Yeah. No, that's the dumbest movie I've ever seen in my entire life, and it's just... Titanic? No. Dude, where's my car? I was like, bitch, that's my favorite movie. (laughs) No, no. Titanic is amazing. Dude, where's my car is the stupidest movie I've ever seen, and I fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) And then, (laughs) if you love this podcast, please go rate us um, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Also, feel free to send us an email with any questions, comments, or requests, or if you want to send us awesome stickers like um, these guys, Moonlight stickers, you can definitely contact us. We will not deny them. (laughs) Just go email us at childrenkilledpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll be back next time. Bye. Bye!
it's on that. I was like, well, where shall I put my stickers? <laughs> I was oh. peeing and I could hear you talking to yourself. <laughs> I love it. Okay, now I want to show off our cookies. Oh, yeah, we made gingerbread cookies. They're so fucking cute. This one's supposed to be a gnome snowman. Did a great job. Thank you. This is Panda's gingerbread man. This um, is... a, oh, yeah, do the tree. Because I like yours. I, I wanted to save that one for the last because it's the best. This one was my rushed off tree because it was literally like we had to okay. leave that second. And so we I was were getting like, pretty done with it, to be honest. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not the prettiest, but it'll do. It tastes the same. Then this one. <laughs> Break his other leg. Panda did this one. And it's so cute. I broke his leg. So he broke his leg. He broke, <laughs> he broke his leg and in true crime fashion he is bleeding <laughs> in true in true true crime fashion yeah <laughs> a double true yes panda made him so he is i'd say that's like a hatchet that knocked yeah, off his leg that's true. he didn't break it that thing got chopped off that's a chopped off leg yeah he's uh bleeding a little yeah and that's nothing we just had a cookie incident <laughs> the cookie is the one who killed him yeah oh my god that's amazing yes. <laughs> There's DNA evidence. <laughs> we had a good time with those. Yes. Merry I'm, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry. Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Crisis. Chimpkins? Merry Chimpkin. Well, you said Christmas. Christmas. Made me think of Chimpkin. I don't know. I'm, I'm telling you, my brain's making things. A Chimpkin Chimichanga. <laughs> I'm never oh, going to live that one down. That no. was a good one. No. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm excited to eat these cookies. Yes. And we have Christmas presents to make. Yes. Oh, yes. So we have to go. Yes. We're making fun Christmas presents tonight after yes. this podcast. Yes. I would say that was a success. I would say that was amazing. Yes. Okay. Now. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happened? I don't know. Why are you in it? <laughs> I just am. You just are you. And then. And then. You should put that at the end. Give me a second. First, let me pee because I'm going to pee my pants. Because that's what happened to me. Okay. Well, now I have to pee. Yeah, I'm sure you do. It's the thing. Uh, it's happened. Okay. Well, Panda's going to pee her pants. I'm going to look at the stickers. And let's see where I want to put these. <laughs> this freaking wine glass is so cute. She's going to want the red, but I also want the red, so we're going to have to fight over it. Anyway, where shall I put these? I almost think something like here. It's going to cover up the G, but I don't really care. So right underneath that, it says good vibes. So that's going to go there. This would be so freaking cute over something. Over my tarot leaf. No, maybe. I don't know. Crime scene. I-A-F-F. Crime scene. <laughs> ah she caught me i caught you martha martha <laughs> that martha was like part of a convict now or something like a they like convent convent is that what it's called yeah the nun yes convent convent yes <laughs> oh shit what the fuck was i gonna say um fuck whoops no there was something 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 um um, 
Fuck, it's bad because we can't even go back and hear it. Nope. Otherwise, it'll fuck it all up. Yep. <sighs> what was... Oh! <laughs> I hate <Yes>. us. <laughs> <laughs> yes.